Good day, everybody. It is Catching the Mind, one couch talk at a time. This is series two, episode 12, Jaden tells me. And I'm setting up so you can see me. How good is that? There we um, go. Today, or today, we're doing something different, Jaden. That's correct. Do you mind um, filling us in with uh, what we're doing? I can. I can. And um, this time, and this is, thank you, Jaden, for letting me come back on the show. Um, no, to be honest, I was kind of I was kind of running low on guests, so I had to think of think of a few things off, off my feet. And um, fortunately enough, we live together, so it only takes me probably maybe a couple of meters worth of walking to find out um, who will be on the show this week. Exactly, and lucky that my schedule freed up for you, you know, because I'm a busy man. But anyway, on to more serious business. Catching the mind, Jaden, you are one of the two founders originally. The other other one was. That's correct. Yes, gone on, and you're now the the lone person running the show, putting it together, editing, finding the guests, doing the whole bit, which is great. Um, so this episode, guys, is a little bit different. We are having a chat with Jaden and see what his thoughts on a, a few different subjects are. Uh, see how he's tracking, and maybe a bit of a light-hearted view on things. So I'm Jaden's dad, Jeff. For those of you who don't know me, um, I've, this is my second time on the show. Yeah, I know. Mm. Just, just rubbing back, rubbing the head, and um, because you're the Buddha. I'll rub his rubbing stomach for some good luck. Let's see what happens. All right, you can touch the gun. No, thanks, man. I don't want to take to the gun, should I? All right, all right. Anyway, so the topic main it's personal update. Uh, obviously focused on Jamie, my son. Um, so anyway, let's go back to the beginning. Give us a little bit of an idea, Jaden, a brief overview of your drivers for getting this yep. whole Couching yep. the Mind up and, up and running, right? So the reason why I kind of started Couching the Mind was, firstly, I was going through a few things myself. I got to a stage where I didn't know what to do, didn't know who to speak to about uh, these particular issues and, and how I were to overcome these, these situations. But it finally occurred to me that I would reach out to, to a men's talking group, speak about my own problems in that behalf um, through some of the things that I've been through. Um, and then one day when I felt comfortable enough sharing uh, these these negative emotions and um, allowing my vulnerability to, to show, shine the forefront, I then spoke to my mate Cody who was going through um, some bad experiences himself. And we were playing touch one night and I was driving home with him and, he, and I said, hey, I've got this crazy idea. I always wanted to start up my own podcast, um, but I'd always love to do it with someone so we can kind of bounce ideas off each other and, and grow together um, as one. And he said, yeah, I'd love to do it, but he was going through some things himself. Um, and But when he was feeling good enough, he'd wanted to start this podcast series. I mean, essentially that's where I kind of started. And, and yeah, myself and Michael, we, we kind of shared our own stories. And, and from there, I've had a few people on the show um, ultimately, if we can help people along the way, that's that was the main aim. Um, but Cody got to a stage where uh, life kind of got busy for himself. He started a full-time job, um, you know, all the other things out of life. And then I kind of just took the reins myself and I've been doing it for about eight months. Yeah, I think it's been good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's been given, it's given you a focus. Plus, it keeps you out of my hair, which is good enough. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, I think it is, it is good. And I think it's been a bit of a, an, uh, I guess, journey. Yeah, I mean, it's been good for you uh, as a personal growth tool, yeah. uh, as an opportunity to meet people outside, obviously out of your friend circle group. And I guess 
you've had to do things as part of this podcast. You've had to put yourself out there. You're doing yeah. a fair bit of personal marketing. Um, and that takes balls to do that because it's out of your comfort zone, mm. mate. And you've got some, you've had some really decent guests on the show. Yeah. I just got to a stage now where I don't really care what people think about what I do. A majority of the start of most episodes I do, I put down a discretion warning. If you don't want to listen to it, then by all means don't listen to it. But if, if you feel like as if you can get something out of the topic I'm going through with a specific de- guest, then ultimately, you know, go for it. Listen, listen to, you know, whatever you want to listen to. And, and through that, reach out to me if you need anything or have any questions or if I can get into contact with the guests that I have on the show, then for sure I'll, I'll do whatever needs be. But I don't really care what people think anymore. I think if you live your life being scared of what other people think, then you can never be yourself truly. And unfortunately for a lot of us, we're stuck inside this bubble where where we do what everyone else does. You know, you go to work, do the full-time stuff. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But some people are just working to make money. And ultimately, if, you, if you're doing that, you're not hitting any goals. And you don't really know where you're, where you're heading toward in the future. And for me personally, if I don't have a sense of purpose or I don't have a sense of direction, I kind of lose myself. And, and, and then I start getting all doomy and gloomy and, and I don't know what to do. So ultimately, that's kind of why I want to do it. And that's why I don't care what people think. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of validity in that, Judd, because I think we worry ultimately when you're yours as opposed to mine. Um, there's a big emphasis and a lot of it, you know, I know you're using this medium at the moment. Yeah. Uh, social media drives all of that rubbish. Mm. About, you know, drive this, do that, do that. And yep. a lot of pressure on a lot of people. Um, I see it every day and in my role, uh, training people and coming in contact with a lot of people, the subject of social media does come up a lot and, and a lot of people express their concerns about their kids and the influence. You know, a small dose is fine. If it's regulated or controlled, it's fine. But I think it when it becomes a, a huge influencer with people following certain YouTubers or TikTokers or whatever the hell they call these influencers, and the only reason an influencer exists is purely for their own their own purposes. There's nothing else. I mean, it's just to market themselves and to make a living on it, and that's fine. I've got no yeah. problem with that. But ultimately, it is a, it's a selfish selfish thing to, 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 to aspire to because all you are doing is putting yourself out there so that you can promote a particular product or whatever the hell it is. Um, and I think that's a dangerous way to be. The reason I say that is because that does influence all the kids. Look, I know, I know what you're saying um, in regards to social media. There, there are so many pros, like you can gain so much information. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, you, you're doing a bit of DIY work at home and go on YouTube and watch a, a 10 to 15 minute video of how, how to do something. And there is stuff available there for yeah. you. What we get caught up in, what a lot of Gen Y kids and, you know, girls and boys get caught up in is, is aspiring to, to be a TikToker or a YouTuber, this and that, or an entrepreneur. And you see someone who's 20 years old and, and is already making a living out of it and earning millions upon millions of dollars. What you've got to realize is that everyone, everyone hits a stage hits that stage in their life at different times. It might be at 50 years of age where you, you figure out what you want to do. You're making pretty good money and you're enjoying yourself. Everyone finds their their niche at different times. So what you've got to remember is doesn't matter if they're 20 and you're 30. If they're doing really well, who cares? Like, you know, they're, they're, most people that have done really well 
don't just don't just make the money out of nowhere. Like they've worked very hard for it. And that's what you've got to remind yourself. They've, they've had somewhat of an idea, even with TikTok, you've got to post the right video at the right time with the right hashtags to get the right views and to ultimately make a bit of an income out of it. They've, they've put time in place for that to be able to, to implement this process. So what you have to remember is they've worked very hard for it. So you've got to, you yourself have to figure out what you want in life where your future is heading into, in terms of your occupation, sense, um, sense of purpose, general goals and achievements. Once you sort that out, then you can really push hard on it because you've got a general, you've got a passion for it. So more of a passion and drive you have for something, the more urge you want to push and do better and better and better. And then ultimately you'll, you know, you'll make, you'll make an income, you make somewhat of money out of it. Doesn't mean that you might make millions and millions of dollars but you're ultimately happy um, and there's an income to back you up with that. Yeah, and I 100% agree with that. And I think the dangerous part with all the social media stuff, all of those people we talk about, whatever the term is, ultimately it all relies all on one thing and it is popularity. The more popular you are, and that's the dangerous driver because kids see that, that you must be popular, you must do the trendy thing, you must have that. Mm. That that whole industry is driven by numbers of likes, numbers of followers, numbers of whatever. It it is a popularity context. So the more popular you are, the more money you make. And that's all it comes down to. And people use a whole different array of mediums to do that, whether it be whatever they do. Yeah. You know, I don't know, I won't go into that. Everybody knows no, that. Yeah, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not having a go at those people because it works for them. Yeah. I just think it's a dangerous precedent for kids to be following those sorts of people all of the time purely because they win a popularity contest. Don't get me wrong, some of them are entertaining. Some of the video, I've seen heap of them. And some of them are quite quirky. They're entertaining. I get it. But it really, people go, oh, I want to be like that. But to be like that, you've got to be popular. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, I used to get caught up in in terms of the likes and comments and reactions and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But what you have to remember, unless you, you're promoting a business or you're creating something so that ultimately to do something with it, you have to remind yourself it's a fantasy world. Yeah. Reactions don't mean anything. Yeah. Because if you think of it in this way, and this is to kids listening in, because I, I struggle with this as well. If you post a, a really nice photo of yourself and you're like, oh, I look really happy and, you know, I'm actually really happy with my body image and, and uh, my appearance and this and that. And then for some reason, someone someone um, decides to, to, to bad react or say some negative comment toward yourself. And I've received it as well. And it, ha- it hurt me, you know, in the past quite a lot because you, you would play in your mind, why would this particular person think this of me? But in reality, if you were to have a one-on-one conversation with them in person, would they react the same way as they would behind a phone, behind a computer, you know, behind a keyboard? They wouldn't. So you have to remind yourself that there are keyboard warriors slash keyboard trolls out there and they do it because they know that that most likely will get a reaction out of it. It's Mm. like... You know, you, you're going out for a walk and you're buying fish and chips and you sit down and you're, you're having fish and chips and a heap of birds come over and you start feeding them, keep feeding them. They'll keep coming back until they know for a fact that you won't give them any more. <laughs> they will. They will. They do. They'll, 
bloody seagulls. Yeah, and the bloody bastards. And the bloody bastards. If you go to the beach and you leave your bloody chips there for a swim, I heard oh, a swim. Wooshka, they're gone. But you know what I mean, like. Yes. I do. If, 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 if you if don't if, leave your chips unattended. Uh, well, uh, yeah, you could say that, but I mean, like, if if you give someone what they want in return, even if it's a very minuscule response, they're happy with that, and they'll keep biting. Yeah. They'll keep biting until one day you shut up, and then they go, "What? This is not the reaction I wanted." And the trouble, the trouble with that stuff too, Jake, is human nature is such that you'll defend yourself, you'll get cranky. And it will affect you. You've got to be thick skin. And I think that only develops in a lot of people later in life. When you're young and vulnerable, younger mm. and more vulnerable, I should say, all of that stuff can really knock you for six. Yeah. And that's where you've got to be really careful. But there's nothing wrong with, with growing thick skin. And I think the only way you can kind of attain that is, is if you've gone through some quite heavy experiences in the past. Yep. You know, when I had my near-death experience and broke up with my ex for five years, it did put me in a bad place. And through that, it was just, it was, a, it was only a growing process. And then you go to different workplaces and the boss might not particularly treat you well or he's just having a bad day. And because you're, on, you're right down the pecking order, you're getting the brunt of his, yeah, his negative feelings. What you got to remind yourself is A, they're probably having a shit time and B, everyone's going through stuff you know at some point in their life we've got to be there for each other we've got to talk about this we've got to move on and get on with life because life is worth living but when you go through this these experiences sometimes you sit back and go you know what there's probably nothing else going forward that could probably put me into this state of mind again i'm ready for anything and then when you're faced with a situation where we'll go back to the the idea of using social media you post a photo and then you receive a negative comment. That's when you don't really care because you're happy with yourself. You know that what you've been in the part through in the past is not going to, is not going to be incomparable to these comments. These guys are just weak. They're behind, the, they're behind the phone. And then you get through it and ultimately you grow from these experiences. Very good. All right, all right. You're, 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 no, that's all right. I like it. You're growing. You're growing. You're having me at growing. No, I agree with you. No, and the other thing. No, I've, I've, I, like I, I, I woke up one morning, right? I woke up one morning, got out of my bed. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that happens every day, Jake. You wake up every all day. All right. I woke up one morning, got out of my bed, and found a bloody bean outside. A bean? Yeah, Jack in the bean store. What, what did you do? Plant it. I bloody well planted it, and I started growing. Okay. And all these, and all these, all these big words and big ideas came out of my head and bloody hell, stuff me a guy and call me Stinky. <laughs> and it's all gone downhill from it. Uh, um, yeah, no, it, the, 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 uh, the stalk's dead. Um, yeah. The, the, yeah. The, yeah, so so the moral of the story is plant the seed and grow the beans. Is that what you're <laughs> uh, uh, Look, the moral, think... the moral of the story is when you're going through a difficult time, don't think A, that you're the only person going through these, this bad experience and B, grow from it, learn from it. And, and even if it's someone else's fault because of this situation, just work on yourself and, and figure out ways you can better yourself. And through that, you can only become a better person for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and you know what? There wouldn't be a person on the planet, I don't think, that hasn't had something mm. dramatic yeah. or traumatic or difficult period or whatever whatever it might be. It might be personal, it might be job related, it might be health-wise, it might be financial, it could be all of the above. Um, and it's easy to say when you come out the other end of that tunnel. Mm. But I, I've just found personally that, yeah, you, you will get there, but you've got to have something to hang on well, to. You've got to have a bit of willpower behind yeah, you. Yeah. You can't just expect, say, say for example, you, you just, you've just come out of a long-term relationship and you're a bit of a, in a bit of a slump because you miss them. They broke up with you and you're just sitting down like this. You're coming home from work. Like I mean, this is like me every afternoon anyway, but um, just disregard me. I'm a bit of an interesting character regardless. <laughs> but you're sitting down doing this. You don't want to exercise. I'm, yeah, classic example. I'm just, yep, just chilling. I don't want to do anything. Thanks, mate. Can we um, just get back on track? We're sitting down doing stuff or not happy with yourself. How do you get over this? And you've just got to remind yourself that through this, you can build from these experiences and maybe, you know, this person's not right for you. Maybe this is a moment where you can actually work on yourself because you've been in a long-term relationship, just work on yourself, be happy being, being by yourself and being independent. And I think when you learn to be independent through these experiences, you find that when you go through a tough and tragic time, you can just go away, go for a walk by yourself and talk through it by yourself as well. Not saying that you shouldn't talk to mates, talk to family, friends and all that. But when you're going through something very tough, you can you can go to the gym by yourself, you can go for a walk, you can play games by yourself. You don't need to be with anyone because you're happy and you know that you can get through it. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, uh, that's all valid, I agree with you. I also think too, just adding to that, that having something that you're passionate about. Yeah. And it can be anything. Yep. And all right, so because of the name of the topic, personal update, I was just going to ask you, is there anything you'd want to ask me, you know, where you think it's going to be tough for me to answer? Maybe it's something I've been through or something that lingers in the back of your mind, whether I treat someone differently or talk to the family differently or anything. Just say it because I I'll, want to share share the reasonings behind it and ultimately yeah, maybe someone will get something yeah, out of it. It's the thing that I would, it's probably kind of what I'd say. Ask me, ask me anything. It's not so much a question, it's more of an observation. Yep. Um, and my observation is that since you have been doing this, and going back to my point about having something passionate about, I think you, as a person, but as a person, you have grown and you've become a lot more focused, you have become a lot more dedicated, you've become. Uh, more passionate about something. Yep. And and I think my observation with this has been a huge plus for you. Mm. And I think that there's a lot because as I say, it's taken you, you've never done this before. You've it's taken you out of your comfort zone. You've had to find guests, you've had to script things, you've had to work, you've had to buy your own gear, you've invested your own money in it. Um that takes a lot of to yep. do that. And I, that my observation is that it's been a huge positive. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It was certainly quite tough to start off with. It's still, it's not, it's still not easy, you know, present time. But yeah, it's 
with regards to finding guests and stuff, it's all me. I'm, I'm messaging people on Instagram, Facebook, emails, and 90% of the time, people don't respond or people tell tell me they're busy and stuff. But it's that 10% yeah. that you hold on to and you, you fight to keep working for it. And and ultimate, and you know the reasoning behind me doing this is is to help people out there that may be struggling because I've been through a tough period in my life in the past, and I just know that we need to make sure that everyone else is aware that they're not the only ones going through a tough time, that we're all here together. And something else I want to pay mention to is when I was at school, I was never good with oral presentations. I would be holding an A3 size piece of paper or, you know, palm cards and I would write my entire oral presentation on the palm cards in dot point format. So it would pass, pass the bloody... <laughs> yeah. Look, I've never been I've never been good at public speaking. I've always been very shy, quite introverted. I would stick to my group of mates. But what I realized is once you're happy with yourself and you don't care what other people think, you push outside your comfort zone and you go meet other people and you do you go to social events, you talk about what you're passionate about, you ask them what you how they're going, what they're what they're doing and, and you find common ground. And with regards to my presenting and stuff, I was always very nervous at school and I'm very nervous. I'm always very nervous when I'm doing it now, but the way that I handle it differently is I don't think about it until five minutes before the presentation, but yeah, just, just don't amp something up to, to something that it isn't until you, especially if you're trying something out that's new and you've never done it you know, for yourself, give it a go first. Try, give it your all. Don't worry about what others think. And whether or not it's for you, you'll get something out of it. So long as you don't stress and overthink about these things, you'll get something out of it. It was actually funny you say that because I was listening to some podcast and they were saying the difference between someone who has perceived this, oh, who has achieved their level of success that they yeah. perceive as being successful. Um, is that they're more persistent. Mm. Failure is inevitable. We will yeah. all fail on something. You cannot be, and that's the other thing, I guess, that society is, and, and is, you know, social media has, is pushing on people, is that success, you've got to be doing it. It's instantaneous, it's quick, and it's easy, and it's not. Mm. And stuffing up is part of life and part of what we're doing. But it's about that ability to go, okay, well, dust yourself off. Get on with it again, let's try again. Try something else, try it differently, try it better, try it whatever. Yeah. A lot of people who are successful or whatever whatever you perceive it to be is because they're re resilience, I guess. And exactly ability right. to overcome that and accept that failure is normal. It is not, you're not a failure because you failed. Yeah. That's a big difference. And it's, it's very easy for someone to, to go through something whether or not they've worked very hard for it. And at the end of it, they've failed and they've they haven't been able to reach the heights that they had dreamt of. And then they fall into a slump or they move on into something else. It's yeah. so easy to do that. But for someone to, to go into something and not achieve where they set themselves to achieve, and then they pick themselves up again and move forward and try again or try it again in a different way, that takes balls to do that it takes a lot of balls with myself when i was going 
when I finished school, I went to uni and I was doing six months of uni, phys ed and health science. And the reason why I chose it, I'm not very good with theory. I'm pretty good with sport. That was it. And I like sports. So I tried that. And then I realized there's a lot of theory. So I went, <laughs> stuff there. So I'm out of here. <laughs> but I tried. And then I was like, what am I going to do? And then I went, I went like jet skiing one morning and then my mate, shout out to Jack Jury, my mate. He, uh, he told me, why don't you try electrical out? I'm doing it. Let's do it. And then I, from there, jumped to the apprenticeship. I'm still umming and ahhing whether or not I want to use it after, after I'm qualified, but I've set goals and you know, I've set something to work toward, which will get me over the finishing line. Yeah. I want to get through my four years. I want to have it there. Whether or not I use it as a plan A or plan B, I don't know. But I've got something to work toward to attain. And then I'm going to try and get into a counseling degree because of what I'm doing now. I've found a passion through this. So, and, and, and again, the reason why I found this passion was through something negative, a very bad experience. So when you go, when you're going back to the idea of when you go through something very bad, you can find so much positives out of it. And, and if I didn't, if I didn't have that bad, bad experience, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have improved my public speaking skills. I probably would be speaking like couch potatoes still, you know, the standard level that I was before I was doing this. I remember I come home, I come home from, from work. This would be me. Door closed. And then how, how would you do me? Hi, Jaden. And then door, door closed, go to the gym and then go to bed. And then you go, yeah. And, you oh, and, then, and now, now I'm improved. I'll, I'll like get up, come in. And, and like, it'd be more, it'd be more expressive now. Be like, nah, 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 nah. Nah. <laughs> no, but I'm more inclined to have a civil conversation now because I've learned all these things and I wouldn't have been able to learn the stuff if I hadn't gone through that bad time. Yeah. And you, as I say, you just grow and you learn how to communicate better. You learn, you grow up too. That's a yeah. lot of it. And a lot of it comes with maturity and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I think it makes you, yes, it was negative for you, but it does make you grow as a person. Yeah. Um, and you see that, you know what, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is things that you're passionate about. There are things that have changed you as a person. Um, but having that, as I say, having that thing to hang on to, Will make a big difference. Yeah. Before we start to wrap this up, I mean, I should be saying this, mate. You're plenty right. Well, I'm supposed to. You're, 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 you're sitting here. Oh, you're sitting here just having a conversation with me, mate. You've got to be asking questions. Come on. Uh, what I would, I guess I would like to know is how you feel. Do you feel that this medium for you uh, has been a great growth thing? Do you think this by doing this? has changed you, really changed you. I mean, I'm not talking about on the surface. I'm not talking about how your public speaking is improved and all that sort of stuff. I'm talking about inside you. I'm talking about what goes on in your head. Do you think that that has made a significant real change to the person you Well, I'll start off by saying that through, through talking to different guests and whatnot, I've learned that mental health is, is taken in so many different ways. And I thought it was very streamlined. So I thought that everyone would experience the same sort of thing. So it's kind of opened up, opened up my, my ideology of, of mental health and, and how I kind of go through it myself now. Yes, I think it's helped me. I think that I've realized there's so many, so many organizations out there 
so many friends and family members that are there for you if you need to talk. And it's allowed me to, to, to become a lot more vulnerable week in, week out. I'm sharing more and more things about things I can find relatability from someone, from someone I'm interviewing from a particular topic. I'll chirp in and say something that I think uh, I've, that's had an impact on me. Um, it's, it's definitely helping me. Look, I have my down days all the time. A couple of weeks ago, I had a couple of bad days because sometimes your general purpose of why you're living in this world can be challenged. You know, have a, you might have a bad week and you go, I know I want to get through my degree. I know I want to get through my apprenticeship. I know I want to get through the week because I've had a, I've had a bad start to the week, but it's, it's, you know, a matter of actually getting from A to B. It's, it's some, sometimes it's very difficult. Like you've got these big ideas and then, right. And then you, yeah, it's sometimes very draining. So yeah, I do have my bad days all the time, but I think I'm more aware of what I need to do when I'm feeling down. Like I've, like you said, I've got a passion for doing this and it actually makes me feel a lot better. It makes yeah. you feel, sure. I think it's quite a therapeutic experience as well, hearing people talk about their struggles and, and knowing that there's other support services out there as well. And then going to the gym four times a week is another way for me to, to allow myself to, to hold you know, if you've had a bad day at work, you leave that stuff at work and you, all you're focused on is, is a set that you're working on and getting through that set and then coming home and doing whatever you need to do. So in essence, yeah, it has helped me a lot. I, I was more inclined of when I started about getting views and stuff because I wanted to build it. Now I, I do want to build it still, but I'm not really caring about the views. All I care about is whether or not someone is listening in whether or not I can have an impact on them, whether or not I'm doing something for the right reasons. And I always really reevaluate myself for these sort of things. And I know what I'm doing is for the right reasons. And I know that I'm not going to stop doing it until I lose my passion for it, which I can't see myself losing for it because I've, I've grown a lot as a person and B, until I can't help anyone anymore. I can't find any more guests. So yeah, and then you've been stuck with me every week. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I think I've grown as a person from that. So yeah, it's helped me a lot. So was that a yes or a no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's helped me. It's, it's helped me. No, that's good. That's good. And I think it has. And I, I've seen a change in you. you. Your room still kicks over. That's okay. Look, it's it's a work in progress. Men can't multitask. That's so that's, I'm I'm doing this, and then I'll go to my room. Oh, at some stage. Ah, at ah, some stage. Slowly but surely. Year or whatever. But anyway, work in progress. But that's good. Look, I think yeah, and I think this has been positive. So I can I guess the message maybe from this episode just. Yep. is that um, have a focus uh, if you can, have a passion if you can, um, and the simple things, you can set yourself realistic, attainable goals that are still fun, still doing stuff you enjoy, and are realistic to goals. Simple things in life is the best things to attain rather than focusing on these bigger prospects of where you want to see yourself. Yeah, and that's that's good too. I've got no problem with that. No, it's, it's good. It's, it's good to have an idea of where you want to where you want to be, but 
getting the simple things right yeah, first yeah, yeah. is Get where you should foundation. start. It's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the old story, you know, that, that story about making your bed when you get out of it. And you start off with a simple task during the day. That becomes the foundation. Mm. I mean, this is just an analogy, not literally saying making your bed, but it's doing that task when you yeah. get up. It's the first thing. It clears your mind. It sorts your mind out for the day. It gets you set up for the day. It's the foundation of how you can build your day and your life. Yeah. And it's that simple things that make a difference. Yeah. And they do because if you're organised yourself, you tend to be organised in your life and you tend to be able to do a lot more things, I guess. Yeah. One thing I wanna I wanna kinda say before you wrap it up, because I did I did say to to people on my story, on my social media story that that I would be very open and upfront about things that I may have gone through. And I've kind of mentioned some, I've mentioned that I've been through some bad experiences in my time, but I didn't really specifically talk about anything. So no one could find reliability out of it. Yeah. So something that I actually kind of do right now that I'm still struggling with is probably body image. So yeah, body image, the B-O-D-Y, B-O-D-Y image. When you go to the gym and stuff and you see someone very big and stuff, it's very overwhelming. And I think, you know, and I, I say this, I say this openly, you've got to, You've got to be happy with yourself and with your own image because everyone's built differently. But it doesn't go through my head. It doesn't. It, I struggle with it every day. I go to the gym and whether or not I go to the gym, I'll come home and I'll do like round of push-ups, sit-ups, leg leg exercises and all that sort of stuff because I, I feel like if I don't do it, that my body shape will be different to what it was the day before because I'm so like OCD with my body image that I want to try and do something and I, try, I want to continually try and get bigger. And the question you're probably going to say to me, dad, is why is that? I don't know why, whether or not it's through images on Facebook and stuff, because I'm not happy with myself. I don't know. And that's something I'm still trying to work on. So like if people are listening in who might have body image problems, whether or not they're, borderline anorexic and they don't see that in themselves or you're obese and all that. Don't feel like you're alone because even if you're really fit, you can be very angst about your image as well. I'm very self-conscious about my image to the point, like I said, that every day I'm trying to do work on top of going to the gym, on top of, on top of going to work. And it's something that I'm trying to work on. I'm, I'm slowly trying to cut back on, my home exercise, you know, routine. But eventually, when I can get out of that, then it's going to help me. But you know, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm, you know, every day is a struggle with that. But it's about talking about it and trying to put something in place to to minimise this effort. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something I go through. So if someone can get something out of that, then you know, we're like, I hope someone can get something out of it because. Um, it's not easy talking about because I don't, not many people really know about it. Some close mates do, but um, yeah, hopefully you guys can get something out of it. Mm. That was about it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, thank wrap you, it up. Wrap it up. You wrap it up, mate. This is series two, episode 12. That's Couch it. You got it right. Went couch talk at a time. Perfect. The episode name was? The episode name was Personal Update. Well, I've been... I've been updated, Jaden. Just do me a favour, show that mistake. Mate, I'm a pool cleaner part time. How can I? I can't. I can't. Upload the pool.
Pablo de Pulkina. Hello. There's a couple of leaves in the pool. I can, I can um, sort that out for you, big boy. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank uh, you very much. Something out of that. We certainly did. Bit of yep. fun. And As always. obviously, introducing this man here, Joe Nicholson, lots of time and effort into yep. this podcast. So until next time, thanks very much, guys. Enjoy your week. Too easy. Thanks, guys.